Welcome back to the H&H Hour podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Heidi Bolt. My co-host is one of my favorite people in the whole world. She's my big sister. That's very nice of you to say that. Yeah. Well, you've been... So this is Heather Taves. Um, But had you... I was thinking about this earlier as I was just kind of praying about the H&H Hour and we're coming up on one year. I know. Uh, one year of the podcast. Of the podcast, yes. yes. Not one year of being friends. No, no, no. We, <laughs> well, I'm almost 35, so we've been friends for 35 almost years. 35 years. Yes, we have. Um, but you're one of my greatest heroes, Heather. Aw. Yeah. That's so nice. Like, in so many aspects of life. You, wow. You've just kind of, like, been there for me. Thank you. And that's, so... That's really a huge compliment. Well, I mean, you really are. And it's not just because you're my sister. I was thinking of this one day. I'm like... Oh man, if we weren't sisters, I would really want to be her friend. Oh, I really would. <laughs> well, I would you're... want to be your friend oh, as cool. well. Oh, that's good. <laughs> God yeah. made us sisters, but our yeah. hearts made us friends. Isn't oh, that the saying? Something like that. Something like that. If not, it should be. Yeah, that's right. But hey, we're glad that you have joined us on this podcast. Um, we talk about all sorts of things. Yeah. Sometimes Heather and I just chat. And sometimes we have a guest, and today is a chat, mm-hmm. um, and I like it. It's kind of going back to the roots. I know we've of had how this launched. Yeah, we have had amazing guests yeah. over the last couple of weeks, and I've just we've actually recorded a couple more yep. that haven't aired yet, and I can't wait for them to air because they're so good. I know um, they're so different, but yeah. they're so good. Um, but this is episode forty. Oh. Isn't, doesn't that feel kind of special? I don't know. It does. Why does, if a number has a zero behind it, it feels important? <laughs> okay, well, in teaching my my son in homeschooling, yeah. we learned that the zero after a number makes him the dad of the family. Oh. So like okay. the 40s family. Okay, yes. The dad is the 40. Okay. Four zero. So maybe it's not crazy to say that it's, yeah. a, it's a big episode. Yeah. Dads are special. Yeah. So, so we just thought for this episode we'd have a chat and yeah. we'd just talk about kind of what's going on in our lives and yeah. and talk about whatever pops into our brains, which you never know what it might be. Well, one thing about this episode, Heather, that's... Um, kind of fun mm-hmm. and it fits the vibe of who we are. We talk yeah. about this beautifully ordinary life. And okay, so right now we're going into the week. It's the week of Thanksgiving. Yes, it is. And I love Thanksgiving. I do too. You love Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um but so we're sitting here in your home. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous outside. The sun is shining yep. and our children are outside playing without coats on. They are. And here in central Illinois, I mean it's been really cold. Yes. So that's a huge gift from that's God. A blessing. Is yes. that they get to be outside. Yeah. So if you guys hear kind of some yelling and screaming and cheering outside, just go with it. This yep. is our ordinary. That's right. But it's so beautiful. Normally we have our kids with a sitter or yep. we restrict them to the basement. Yep. And then um, you know, they have to be quiet down there. But yep. we said go for it. Go run and play and go be play. outside. We're not gonna limit you on this beautiful day. Yeah. Yeah. So So Heather, as we as we go into Thanksgiving, what's something in your world right now that you're thankful for? Oh wow. I feel like that's such a, an important question and one that we should be asking ourselves all the time, but I feel like it's one that we, we give pat answers to. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, like, and I didn't give you a heads up that no, I was going to ask you that. <laughs> no, I didn't. So I'm going to answer it, but I'm going to go in a little bit of a um, a different way. Okay? Okay. I'm going to answer it in a different direction. Okay. Um, so I have been thinking so much lately about expectations. Mm. And the reason I've been thinking about expectations is because I had a situation a couple of weeks ago where I had set some very, very high expectations about this particular situation. Okay. Okay. And I, and we're not talking about like one day 
I had this thought and I had this these big these big expectations of this thing. I'm talking about like it had been a couple of months okay. of thinking about leading up to it. Yeah, and I can't go into specifics yeah. um, on this podcast, but leading up to this this experience and this situation that we are going to be in. And when we got to this place to experience a situation, um, I was extremely let down. Wow. Like we're talking, it create it put anger in me. Mm. Um, and you, you know how when you have these expectations for something and then they don't go the way that you think that they're going to mm. go and then it just, that ugliness rises up in you? Well, it's like that buildup uh-huh. and then the extreme then, letdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And so I had to, God had to really convict me of that because mm-hmm. I don't think that my expectations of this particular thing were actually that far off base. Mm-hmm. I think the circumstances surrounding the the situation changed. Yeah. And therefore, um, what I was able to do or not do mm-hmm. really, it, it just derailed it. Yeah. Um, and so I was angry at some people mm. and I was angry at just the situation in general. And I know I'm being so vague and I, I, it's probably not making any sense, but it got me thinking about this. Do we set expectations of other people in our lives, of our spouse, of our kids, of our church leaders, of our friends um, that are unattainable mm. for them? to walk out or when we set those high expectations and they aren't met how do we respond Mm. do we are we still loving are we still kind do we still let um god work in the situation or do we retreat and get angry and throw a fit and kind of wallow in you know self-pity um so i guess to answer your question (laughs) i was reading in proverbs this morning and I was thinking about this whole idea of expectations and what I've gone through in the last couple of weeks. And I read this. Um, Fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge. Mm. But fools despise wisdom and discipline. Hmm. And then what I wrote in there in the side of my Bible was learn to love discipline. <laughs> and I talked to my kids about that this morning because none of us love discipline. Right? Yeah, none no. of us... we. We don't like to discipline our children. It makes us feel sad. We yeah. know we need to. Yeah. We don't like to be disciplined ourselves. But if if God disciplines us, and then this Proverbs actually goes on to talk about it even more um, later on about being disciplined. And, and I just kept hearing that. Like, learn to love discipline. Learn to love that when something doesn't something doesn't go your way or when God is trying to work something in you, learn to love his discipline. Yeah. And it's not going to feel good. No. And we're going to want to push it away yeah. and, and say, no, I don't want that in my life. Yeah. But when we learn to love it, that's when he refines us. Yeah. That's when he can get that ickiness out yeah. of our hearts. And so yeah. I think that for me right now in this exact season, I am thankful for discipline. Yeah. And I am thankful for God um, softening my heart enough that when those situations come and like what I had this past week where I just, I got pretty angry about something and God had to get in there and say, no, 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 this isn't how you respond. And your expectations were, maybe they were okay to have those high expectations, but when they didn't work out the way that you thought that they were, your response was sin. Your response was not, um, was not godly. Yeah. So 
that's a really long answer and no, kind of a wordy answer. No, but that's good. That's what I'm thankful for right now. That's as really hard good. as it is. Well, and that's such a that's not a common answer. Like, hey, what are you thankful for? Oh, I am thankful for God's discipline. Yeah. No. You know, but I do think, um, you know, like in child training, it's our job as parents to help teach discipline to our children, both yeah. in things like having to correct them and teach them obedience, but also in things like being disciplined in things like learning how to keep your room clean, Mm -hmm. learning how to be appreciative of the food that's put in front of you. Mm -hmm. You know, discipline looks so different in such different seasons Mm -hmm. of life, but really it's so foundational in our lives, isn't it? In in training our kids. Yes. Like I think of the the day in and day out, and and I'll be super honest, I've been really discouraged in the last couple weeks Mm -hmm. of feeling that like the you do all of this work to teach your children these these great characteristics yeah. of being disciplined and then you feel like in some seasons you backtrack yeah you know and sometimes yeah. there's a reason for that sometimes there's a stressor in life that causes them to backtrack the same way we adults do right exactly but it's more obvious in little yeah. kids isn't yeah. it or growth spurt or yeah. hormones yeah. or whatever lack involved. of sleep yeah. or whatever it looks like yeah but um i found myself like We've already walked through this. Right. And I've I'm already taught frustrated you this. that I'm yeah. reteaching this yeah. to you. God must feel that way with us all the time, though. All the time. Yeah. All yeah. the time where he's mm-hmm. like, Heidi, we've walked through this. Yeah. But you know what? I'm going to walk you through it yeah. again because I love yes, you. Yes, because I'm a loving father. Yeah. And a loving yeah. father disciplines. Yeah. And it's not It's not because he's angry at us. It's not because, um, it's not even because, it, because we've sinned. He's already redeemed our sin, right? right? Our sin is already covered under the blood of Jesus. Yeah, That's yeah. taken care of and forgiven. It's That's because right. a loving father disciplines. Yeah. And I love that verse right after. So this is Proverbs 1, and the verse I read to you was verse 7. And then right after that, verse 8 and 9 say, My child, listen when your father corrects you. Don't neglect your mother's instruction. Mm. Um, and I don't think he's, I think he is speaking to children but he's also speaking to us as the father's children yeah like this is something that we need to grasp and that we need to yes teach our own children but understand ourselves too that 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 is valuable and yeah well and that that next verse it says what you learn from them will crown Mm -hmm. you with grace i i love people i'm so drawn to people that are full of grace Mm -hmm. And I find it interesting because sometimes my first response isn't grace, mm-hmm. um, but I really am drawn to mm-hmm. people that have that yeah. characteristic. Yeah. And um, I do think that, like, I, I think of our own parents mm-hmm. and of the things they taught us and the um, the grace that I've experienced through mom and dad mm-hmm. in different seasons of life and also that it has taught me grace towards people mm-hmm. and towards situations. And, you know, I want that for my kids. Yeah. I want them to, I want them to go, yeah, mom and dad loved us enough mm-hmm. to discipline us. Yep. Um, because I don't want my children, that, that verse says that it's um, fools despise yeah. wisdom and discipline. Yeah. I don't want my kids to end up being fools. No. You know, I, like no. I've, I've run across some people recently yeah. that I go, oh my goodness, like mm-hmm. what, mm-hmm. what caused them to end up like this? Mm-hmm. What caused them to be this, this grown man mm-hmm. or this, this mature woman in age, but be so foolish. And I don't want that for my kids, you know, so, but it starts with our heart Mm -hmm. tether, like letting God, like you just shared, letting God walk us through Mm -hmm. those situations that make us go, okay, this is yucky and I need to deal with this. Yeah. Yeah. I literally just the other morning, um, 
something went on in our household and it caused me to have to go, okay, what's Mm -hmm. this heart issue? And I I looked in my cabinet to like write a sticky note and I was out of sticky notes. So I grabbed (laughs) an envelope and I wrote in magic marker, Mm -hmm. like what is within my heart Mm -hmm. that needs to be removed? What needs to be taken out? And I stuck it on my fridge that Mm day because I'm in a season of life where I make about 14 sippy cups a day. (laughs) And so I'm in my fridge a lot. And so I knew that would be the number one spot. Like I don't even get to go tinkle alone. Right. You know, (laughs) but I'm in that fridge 45 times a day. And so I read that all day long. What Mm -hmm. is in my heart that needs removed? Mm -hmm. And every time I read it, I just prayed, Jesus, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is yucky and this needs to go. And so like I've tried on my own Mm -hmm. for a couple weeks now to deal with this and I can't. So now I'm going to call in the big, the big dog. That's right. You know, we're going to deal with this. And those two weeks where you tried to do it on your own were, were yucky, right? Yeah. They were bad because you just, we can't, we can't, that's God's job. Like that's the Holy Spirit, that conviction, you know, to get that out of us. And man, I, um, it's in our nature though, to try and control it. Oh, I mean, oh, especially if you're a type A and you want to control everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I think if we're human in general, yeah. we look at the first woman and man. Yeah, yeah. And they had perfection around yeah. them and they still went, well, no, we want to be in control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they had the perfect setting and the yeah. perfect scenario and the perfect mate yeah. and the perfect animals and the perfect food mm-hmm. and they still wanted more. Yeah. Yeah, it's been so interesting. I feel like... In the last several years, couple years, as I've gotten a little bit older, I think as you get older, you begin to be a little more reflective about yourself. Sure. Um, and I've realized that I've stopped caring so much about uh, the things that don't really matter. So um, do you mean like material things? Material things. Okay. And if my house is perfectly clean. And okay, if gotcha. I, if I have, you know, I just put up my Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. If I have like the exact, I had this, okay, this is, I'm way backtracking, but I had this color scheme in my head mm-hmm. and I had a photo on my, my iPhone of okay. what I wanted Christmas to look like in my house this year. Okay. Right? But the reality is I don't really have time to yeah. go out and to find all of that stuff. And the current stuff that I have is good yeah it's pretty and it works and so I had to go this is what I have and this is what I'm going to use right now in the past that would have really bothered me and this time I went that's okay we're still going to have a blast putting up this tree and it's going to be warm and inviting and I'm going to enjoy it and we're sitting here by it and it's so pretty and it's so fun and I love your little homemade pom-poms is that what those are called yeah pom-poms those are so cute I made those I know I love them I saw that on your insta story last night she she saw it in one of her favorite youtube diy channels of and, course she did and said mom let's make these and then this is so sweet she as I was tucking her in last night I walked away and she goes mom when you turn off the light will you come back here and so I came back to her bed and she said thank you for making those pom-pom garlands I loved it oh baby <laughs> isn't that sweet but to my point is that that used to that would have bothered me before yeah because everything didn't feel perfect in yeah. the way I'd imagine it in my mind but what I've realized as I've gotten a little bit older, and maybe this will speak to someone who's kind of in that season of mm. feeling like if they don't have it all together, that mm. life is not good, yeah. right? Is that I really care most about my heart, mm-hmm. about what's coming out of my mouth, yeah. about, because I know that that's where I struggle, yeah. is just not closing my mouth when I need to close my mouth, mm-hmm. about my my reaction being uh, a negative or uh, 
judgmental reaction mm-hmm. instead of grace and kindness. And mm-hmm. so that I care more about that these days yeah. than I, and trust me, it's not because I'm, I've, I'm holier or I've achieved this greatness. It's because I've realized that that's what matters in this world. Well, and that comes with maturity and that, yeah, yeah. And that's what matters. Life experience. That's what matters in my eternity too, yeah. is yeah. my heart, my heart yeah. condition. So we had a situation just this week that I can't talk about. Um, so back in July, Chris was in South Africa uh-huh. and my car of six years just bit the dust. Yeah. It was done. So yeah. we're a little bit odd in our family, um, in the sense that we don't buy brand new cars. That's or, not odd. No, that's not odd, but we, we buy older cars and we pay cash for them. Sure. So we don't have a car payment. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's just something that we do. It's yeah. not, you know, what everybody has to do. But so we buy a little bit older cars. Sure. And then we literally drive them into the ground. Yeah. Like you'll get $200 for scrap metal. Yeah. <laughs> once you stop driving them. Um, so Chris was in South Africa and my navigator of six years bit the dust. Yeah. And like it wasn't six years old. It was six years old to you. To me. Yeah. It yeah. was, oh, it was like 15 years old. Yeah. So, so it was an older it vehicle. It was well loved, well used. Yeah. And I loved it. And long story short, we had to go buy a new car. Kind of before we had hoped to sure so we found this awesome car and god blessed us well last week the warning light came on Mm. it's three months new to me right so you don't want to put a lot of car repairs into a car when you've only had it for three months no right and it's not super old right it's not it's a fairly new car yeah um and we took it in and you know i didn't really actually i kind of had a feeling Mm. like "Eh, it's probably going to be kind of (laughs) major so we got the call and it's going to be $3,000 to repair it. Gas. I know. Oh. And I mean, no one wants to hear that. No. Right? Not ideal. No. But you know what is so cool? And this is where, this is where your heart comes in, right? Yeah. Is that my first response, I think, I think even just five years ago, my first response would have been really negative and like depressed all day and stressed all day about it and my response this time was it's God's car yeah he will make a way he will take care of it you know and I know that was your response because we were texting about it and you I mean it's in my text feed from you like it's God's car he's gonna work it out he is and yeah yeah, it's a lot of money and it's money that we would have probably used for something else that would have been awesome yeah but it's okay and that's my point is this when we are able to respond the way God intends for us to respond, it changes everything. Yeah. And we don't live our days in despair, mm-hmm. even though the situation maybe didn't change, even though the circumstance still kind of stinks. Yeah. We are able to have this, this beautiful response that fills us with joy instead mm. of fills us with despair. Yeah. And, you know, my husband came home and he was like, man, crazy, right? And we just looked at each other. We said, it's God's car. Yeah. And we're going to respond that way. Yeah. Like, okay, God, you'll provide. That's right. Um, and so I just want to encourage someone that maybe you have something in your life that feels like a $3,000 bill yeah. or it feels, uh, you know, like a, an overwhelming situation that you don't know how to handle. It feels like too much. Just respond with joy, respond yeah. with, with God's goodness and that he will provide yep. and that he will make a way yep. when there seems to be no way. And yep. it's so much better to live life that way yeah. than to live it in, oh, doom and gloom. Yeah. Doom and gloom. Like, are you the Eeyore yeah. or the Tigger? Yeah. yeah. Because really it's about trusting God. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. And I think it's important, Heather, to know that, you know, we, we say like, hey, God will provide and he will. 
it might not look like an anonymous um, envelope of money showing up in your mailbox. No. It might. It could. Like that's happened to it, me before. Yeah. But sometimes it also looks like, okay, what do we need to cut out for the next two months yep, that's to right. pay this car repair that's bill? Right. You know, and, and so I think knowing like God's not just handing out, you know, like it's not just about like, Hey God, like my car broke down. So now you so now have you to have fix to it. it. And yeah. if you don't, then you're not good. That's right. Yeah. Like it's, you know, that's part of, you know, Chris is very responsible with your guys' finances yeah. and he has been for a really long time. Yeah. Like you guys are together. Yeah. Yep. And so you've prepared for things like this. You have an emergency fund yeah. in order to have to pay these big bills because life happens. Yeah. Like homes, cars break down mm-hmm. and homes need That's repaired right. and mm-hmm. furnaces go out mm-hmm. and, you know, water heaters break and dishwashers need replaced. Yep. And so I think, you know, hearing people like lament and freak out about the fact mm-hmm. that these things that are so earthly, yeah. like expecting them to act as if they're not earthly mm-hmm. is not realistic. Mm-hmm. Expecting right. a dishwasher to function in a way that is only, you know, heavenly, that's not realistic, right? Right. right. It's a dishwasher. That's right. It's going to break. That's right. Yeah. And, and what I got to experience this week, I think, filled me up more than not having a $3,000 car repair bill. Yeah. Because I was able to respond in a way that allowed God to fill me up with so much joy. Yeah. And you know, the next trial that I go through, I'm going to be all that more ready and willing to respond that way also. Yeah. Instead of the despair. Yes. Because I've experienced, I've walked through, oh, this is what it feels like when we respond this way. Yeah. You know, so that next trial comes, I go, oh no, I want to respond that way again to God because that felt a whole lot better yeah. than wallowing in my despair yeah. and being depressed for a week. Because, yeah. you know, and I, well, this is one thing I didn't tell you, it's going to be in the shop for two weeks. Wow. So, you know, for a busy mom with two mm-hmm. kids who need to be run around all these places like it's this isn't an easy thing to walk through because now I have to juggle that yeah so that was my drama this week well one thing Heather as you were saying that that you talked about wanting to respond to that with the right Mm -hmm. attitude so we get this great privilege of raising our kids and you know um there's that whole that whole mindset of the way kids are first introduced to something is how it's hardwired in their brain Mm -hmm. so you know, we are creating those hard wires in our kids' brains yep. for experiences, yep. whether they be good or bad. Yep. And so I love the fact that your kids are mm-hmm. watching you respond to this, you know, quote unquote hardship. Right. And they're going hardwire. Okay, brain, you're being hardwired to go, okay, this is how we respond yes. to these earthly situations. That's right. Yes that are going to yes, come. We respond this with is how faith. we respond. We respond with, we trust God to provide for our every need. And even with joy, you mm-hmm. know, not not doom and gloom. Yes. And just perspective, yeah. you know. So we, last week here in central Illinois, mm-hmm. we got to go to the Passion concert oh. at a local church. Yes. And if you're not familiar with Passion, it's an incredible movement, mm-hmm. an incredible ministry where uh, Pastor Louis Giglio mm-hmm. and who, his wife, Shelly, she his, wasn't there, but she is amazing. She's amazing. She is, she is a woman that I look up to. Mm-hmm. I don't know her other than through ministry experiences, right. through social media, but man, I look up to her as someone who's filled with grace. Oh yeah. I mean, when the, when she speaks, mm-hmm. I am always encouraged. Yes. Um, but so, so passion was, it was birthed out of um, seeing young people, college-age students, 
come together and experience God, experience great worship. And Pastor Louis Giglio is a phenomenal communicator of God's word. Mm -hmm. So creative. I was looking forward to the worship, but I was looking forward to what was going to come out of his mouth because I knew it was going to be good. And oh my goodness, I will never forget. So can I just... Can we tell them, Heather, Please. what happened? You know, and it's so funny because I, that was actually part of my car story, but I forgot about it. So, okay, so we were in the cloud and you remember. We were in the cloud, Heather, <laughs> the Heather Heidi cloud. Um, so we're sitting in, we're, we're in this this church mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful church and Louie gets up and please interject as you want to because I was so taken back. It was so incredible. Yeah. So Louis is really enthralled with the stars. Yeah. And he does these incredible teachings about how God is so intricately involved in both in both the faith aspect mm-hmm. and the science aspect. And yep. you know, I think in the Christian society and even the worldly society, mm-hmm. people want to draw lines between is yeah, it faith? Is it God or is it science? Yeah, that's right. And it's like the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. It's God mm-hmm. and science. Right. God is science. That's right. And so, you know, I get really revved up about this because it's they're they're not different. Right. They're the same. Right. And Louis brings such an interesting perspective to this. I think better than anyone I've ever heard or mm-hmm. you know communicated with about this but he talks about how um the, the amazing things that god does within science and mm-hmm. within creation and within nature to speak of god yes to bring him glory yeah yeah and he did this amazing thing where he he talked about how all of creation sings god's praises yeah and he showed this picture this huge picture of a star mm-hmm. right yeah and it was like blown up hugely so that we could see it close up Mm -hmm. and he said do you know what this star sounds like Hmm. when you know nobody can hear it but Mm -hmm. do you know what this star sounds like and my first thought was like wait a minute sounds like yeah did he misspeak did he mean looks Looks like like, yeah and he said you know what it sounds like and he said this is what this star sounds like all day long every day this is what this star sounds like and he used this little sound box and he brought up the noise level yeah of what this star sounded like. And he said, this star is spinning mm-hmm. and this is what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. And it had this incredible, like, I can't even emulate it. Yeah, this because it's spinning, it's vibrating creating, and making this noise. Yeah. yeah. And it, like, it was so cool. Yeah. And then he paused it and he's and then he brought up this other, this, this other star. Mm-hmm. So and probably was, to the naked eye, it yeah. looked like the exact same star, yeah. but it was different. And, and it was it making a different this sound. This different sound. Yeah. And then he brought up this whale, yeah. this picture of this whale. And he's like, this is what a whale sounds right. like. And he brought up that noise level and then he quieted it. And then what was the fourth thing he brought a up? A little bird. A little bird. Mm-hmm. A, night- a nightingale. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he said, do you know what this bird is created to do? Mm-hmm. It is created to sing at night. At night. When other birds are quiet. Yeah. This bird was created dark. to sing at night in the dark. Yes. To sing when it is dark. Yeah. And I just thought, oh my goodness, that mm-hmm. little bird was created to bring God praise mm-hmm. in the dark. In the dark. Mm-hmm. And then what he did was incredible. He brought all four noise levels up at the same time, yeah. and it created this unbelievable melody mm-hmm. that could not be orchestrated without the creation of That's God. That's right. That's right. I actually have a video of it, I think. And so if if I if it's good enough quality, we'll put it on our Instagram okay. and our H and H Instagram. It if not, amazing. we might even be able to find a YouTube link because yeah. it, Heather, it touched me in yeah. such a profound way. I yeah. won't ever forget that. I know. You know, and I've heard a lot of messages that I thought, oh, I'm not going to forget this. Mm-hmm. And I've forgotten that, yeah, them. Yeah, you're not going to forget um, this one. It was so cool. And then he said, he, he left all of those sounds playing and he goes, do any of you know this song? And he raises 
the melody mm-hmm. of this song mm-hmm. that we all knew mm-hmm. and we all started singing this mm-hmm. song with all of those sounds playing simultaneously and it like I have Jesus I chills right now I know goosebumps everywhere thinking about it yeah. because it truly went yes God's yes. creation yes. will praise all him all of creation like stars animals yeah. humans yeah. everything like it says the bible says the rocks will cry out yes the rocks will cry out and praise god yeah. and the thing that stuck with me the most besides that because that was incredible is he was talking about uh, wilderness seasons and yeah. trials and yeah. where do we do we get stuck in those and yeah. where does our gaze go and he said yes. here's what we do we stare at heaven yeah. and we glance at our problem yeah we glance at our trial yeah and that is how we should respond yeah in every situation yeah you know when you get that phone call and yep. it's a bad diagnosis or when you get a, a car repair bill yeah or when something doesn't go your way we stare at heaven yeah. and we glance at our problem yeah. and the thing that i loved about that little nightingale bird was that he was singing in the dark yes do we sing in the dark yeah. do we sing in our trials do we praise god and give him glory mm-hmm. in the midst of mm-hmm. our darkness yeah you know or do we Keep our mouths shut and not bring glory to God. Yeah, that's so good. I think that so often, though, we reverse those. We do. We stare at our problems. We stare at our problems. And we just, if if we glance at heaven, we just glance. We just glance. Or it's like the like, hey, God, how come you haven't shown up? How come you haven't fixed this yet? You know, and Mm -hmm. here we are like we're 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 gazing and we're glaring at our problem Mm -hmm. and as we're doing that it's becoming Mm -hmm. bigger and bigger and bigger Mm -hmm. and we're magnifying it instead of exalting Mm -hmm. the king of kings who has all the power to to take care of Mm -hmm. that struggle Mm -hmm. that problem and i think sometimes we're even prolonging it we're prolonging that season breakthrough Mm-hmm. because we're not singing in the dark mm-hmm. because we're not giving God the glory yeah. you know our gaze isn't fixed on heaven yeah yeah but and that's not to diminish what you might be going through right it's Absolutely. not to pretend like it's not happening no but it's to change our response yeah it's to say we're going to sing and praise and give God glory through this darkness through this trial we're going to fix our eyes on heaven yeah and not on our problem yeah the verse that it makes me think of Heather is where it talks about that we are we're running a race that's set before us. Yeah. That we we fix our eyes on Jesus. Yeah. But that we run with endurance. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't give up easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but but Jesus is he's the author mm-hmm. and the perfecter of our faith. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then it goes on to talk about how you know he he took on the cross. Mm-hmm. He took on that that race that was put before mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. and. Um, so I just think, yeah, like life is full of hard yeah. things and mm-hmm. struggles. And, you know, I, I can think of as many fingers and toes as I have. I can think of people yeah. going through hard things and difficult things. And some of those people are are gazing in heaven yeah. through it. Yeah. And they're singing in the dark. Yeah. And I'm so proud of them. And and then others have the same exact opportunity. Yeah. And, but they're just, they're glaring at their problem. Yep. They are, you know, and their yep. struggle mm-hmm. and just to see kind of the difference of people. Because you can pick up right away on the difference. Yeah. You can, you can tell when someone has their eyes fixed on Jesus yeah. or their eyes fixed on their problem. Yeah. They probably don't even realize it. Probably not. But everyone else around them can see it. Yeah. Can see, yeah. um, that their gaze is, is wrong, is in the wrong direction. Yeah. So Thanksgiving's coming up. Yes. 
Are you excited? I am. I I do really like Thanksgiving. I do too. Mm-hmm. It just feels like a little slowdown. Yeah. Like you can just go and we go to grandma's, our yes. grandma's house. She's in her mid 80s and she still hosts yeah. all of her family, which, yeah. oh my goodness, she's like superwoman. It's such a gift to all of us. I mean, because, you know, it's it's probably not the easiest thing. No, it's not. Mentally and physically for right, her. Right. But it is such a gift and it's so fun. It's it's crazy busy. It's oh, yeah. Loud like and 40 some of us now. So. Yeah. But it's fun. It's something I always look forward to. Yeah, me too. I, I know it. that someday we'll look back and really cherish. Right. You know, and I do. I already cherish these times. Yeah. Yeah. So the ordinary things and the noodles. Hello. Yeah. Tell us about the noodles. So people make fun of us for this. I know. No one. I don't. I've not heard of one other person that has noodles at Thanksgiving. I know. I, what is wrong with all of you people? <laughs> we have turkey and mashed potatoes and stuffing and cranberry salad and. Regular salad and rolls and noodles. Noodles. And they are so good. Yeah, it's like the like the egg noodles and yummy broth. Mm-hmm. It's so, like, it's perfect. They're not perfect. egg noodles. They're like the floury oh, yeah. Amish noodles. Or, yes, those, yes. not egg noodles. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. But just alongside turkey and mashed potatoes, oh, it's, it's so perfect. Good. I'm, I'm already drooling thinking about Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. And I'm working out extra hard this week in order to so, oh yeah for sure <laughs> I am proud of you you've been getting up extra early and going to the gym I hate it how's that been I hate it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really do I don't yeah. there's nothing redeeming about working out why are you doing it because I'm getting close to 40 and I don't want to be a flab yeah mm-hmm. yeah so so a little bit of sacrifice for some health yeah just to stay healthy I mean I want to be around I don't want to huff and puff when I go up the stairs and yeah I want to be around for my kids and my grandkids and yeah um uh, okay, I, I do like the results, yeah, right? But I don't enjoy the actual act of it. Um, but my sweet sister, our sweet sister, yeah. Holly, the 30 she's such a good motivator. She's, she's like, so we're cool. going to do this. And so we meet early yeah. at the gym before the sun comes up and yeah. we work out and it it's fun. She pushes me, so. So my daughter wakes up at 5, 10 a.m. right now. So so I should, I should totally put her in a backpack and just come and walk on the treadmill with her. You totally should. <laughs> we did the, the... gym probably wouldn't let me do that. I don't know. Probably not. There's mm. probably some liability. Yeah, probably. <laughs> here, here, stand here while we uh, lift weights. Yes. Um, We did the stepper the last two days. Oh, goodness. Oh, my word. Okay. Booty so blazing. You know, you know me. I'm like... Fast and furious. Yeah. Like, if we can get it done faster, we'll do it faster. Yeah. Yeah. So we get on the first day, and we're like, why is this so slow? This is so easy. And we up the levels. Yeah. To, like, I'm not even kidding you, Uh 25. Yeah. And we're burning, just going for it. Busting booty. We could not even last five minutes. Yeah, I I believe it. Not five minutes. And we were huffing and puffing and dying. Yeah. So the next day, we were like, okay, we're going to start on like level two. Yeah. And then we could last longer. And then you had more endurance on it, didn't you? Uh, We did. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes your pace determines your ability to endure. Right? Yeah. Here, I thought I was going to be able to. But it was like, we climbed like 100 stories or something, 100 flights. That's good. I know. That's good. So we'll see. My goal is to be in the best shape that I've been in by summer. Okay. So you can tell me if that's happening or not. Okay. Good. And then because you've got, so you've got one year before 40. Yep. So then you're going to be like killing it by 40. Yeah. Smoking hot at 40. That's good because we're going to take some fabulous vacation for your 40th. We have to. 
Because hashtag Chris is 40, we are not. I know. So let's plan our next trip. Hashtag Chris <laughs> and Heather are 40 and, and the I'm rest still are not. not. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beauty of being four years behind you. Oh. And you get to tell me, like, hey, this is what you have to look forward to. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going to let you experience it. Oh, no, you're going to tell me. <laughs> Well, see, and that's our sweet sister, Holly. So she's 10 years younger than me, 14 younger than you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes I'm like, how in the world is she, like, so energetic about this? And then I remember, like, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was that way, too, when I was 25. 25. Yeah. But she's awesome. She is amazing. Yeah. I really want to have her as a guest on here. Okay, we have, I have asked her. I know. And you know what she said? Uh, I'll just do your graphics. I know. Because she she is so awesome. She does our graphics yeah. for the H&H Hour. But she's not really a words person. She's she's, a, she's quieter. Well, she's a behind-the-scenes girl. Mm-hmm. She is, so she's the executive pastor for our church, mm-hmm. and she she gets it all done. She's the glue. I mean, we yeah. would not, our church would not exist without her. No. I'm positive no. of that. No. I mean, literally every detail passes her computer, yeah. and she... You know, like yesterday, we had this, the three-year birthday of our church, know, which crazy. was so fun. It was so fun. And it was like, you know, balloons and homemade pie, which, oh my word, delicious. Women in our church made homemade pies, Heidi. And, and they were so good. They were amazing. I know. I was like, so I, you know, I have to be gluten-free right now. Yeah. And in my mind, I'd already set myself up like, okay, oh. there's, it's going to smell like pie mm-hmm. and it's Thanksgiving week and... Right. I'm just going to not even look. I'm just going to have a cup of coffee and Mm -hmm. just not even tempt myself. And then our sweet friend comes walking in Mm -hmm. and she's like, gluten-free, dairy-free pies. And I was like, what in the world? And it was like the best pumpkin pie I think I've ever tasted. Isn't that so cool? We had a whole table. I know. Of of pies for people with gluten intolerances and dairy intolerances. It was so fun and delicious. And, but I was just thinking of Holly and... Mm -hmm. So many women would have stressed out of their minds for weeks and weeks and weeks planning the church's birthday party and that event. And she is just so laid back and chilled and just, you know, just one step at a time, just get it done. And our mom even mentioned she wasn't able to be there yesterday, but she's like, I didn't even know it was the third birthday. And I'm like, it's because Holly is so relaxed and Mm -hmm. chill. But she does everything with such excellence still. She just doesn't sweat the small stuff. Maybe we'll get her on here one of these days. We will, Holly. And our mom. Oh, do you know that do you know that mom is the most asked for guest that I know. we have not had on? I know. Well, she's on the list. She's coming. We will convince yeah. her. Yeah. She's she's also our biggest fan for She really I is mean, in every area of life. She she listens Tuesday morning like without mm-hmm. fail. I mean, I always know I'll get a text from her, like yeah. saying what she loved about the episode or cheering us on, and yeah. so this we'll that'll on. be our goal for yeah. the for 2018. Yeah, that she'll be a guest. She will be. Come she on, Mama. Be. Okay, Mama and Holly, both of you are going to be guests. Yep. If you're listening to this, <laughs> know that you are. We have you in our sights. Yes. So if you want to hear <laughs> Mama Bennett or Holly Schaefer, shout out to us and yeah. tell us how much you want to hear. Text them. Tell them. Text them. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to wrap up a little bit early. Yeah, let's do it. Because it's Thanksgiving week and we have fun things to go do. Yes, we do. So, Heidi, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving with your family. And I hope you as a listener, you have a great Thanksgiving. And really stop and appreciate the ordinary things that are in Mm -hmm. front of you and see them as extraordinary. And remember that it is really the little things in life that are the biggest things. And take time to appreciate them. 
and acknowledge them. And if you have prayer requests, as always, reach out to us. Yeah. Message us on Instagram at the H and H Hour, and we will pray for you. And when we say we pray for you, we actually do. Mm-hmm. And um, we hope that you have a great week, and we will see you after Thanksgiving. Bye.